One of the most embarrassing situations I had post-recovery was having abdomen, I mean, what I call ab abnormal erection. What I mean abnormal erection, I would find myself in the public and I would just suddenly have erection without me even thinking about sex, without even me thinking about having sex with someone or even fantasizing about someone. Things were so bad that sometimes I will spend time contemplating whether to stay at home or to go out on a particular day. I never knew what was going on. I never knew why I was having this reaction. But things were just so bad and it was getting out of hand and embarrassing. So if you find yourself in this kind of situation or you can, you've been asking questions as to Elisha. So I'm having the same issue. What do I do again? That's why this podcast is here. So this particular podcast, I'll be addressing this particular issue and how I had to, what I did and um, how, I, how I was able to um, attain my recovery. So this particular podcast is something you definitely want to listen to. Stay tuned. Hi and welcome back. How are we doing? I hope you're having a fantastic time, a fantastic day, wherever you're listening to this podcast across the globe, across the world. I don't know what time of the day or what you could be doing, whatever it is. Thank you and thank you for taking time out to listen to this podcast. I believe this podcast will help you, will guide you as to becoming the man you've always wanted to so, in this particular, um, today's episode, today's episode is very dear to my heart. Um, what time am I recording this today? I'm recording this at about, let me see. I'm recording this about 3.50 a.m. On this particular day, it's actually raining. I love it when it rains. I, could, I love the, the sounds of the rain, the drops. I love it so much. My missus doesn't like rain. But for me, I can open the window. And the sound of the rain is so relaxing and so calming. So right now, it's raining outside. And I love it so relaxing, so calming. So I hope I won't go into the sleep mode. But that will, <laughs> if that happens, I have to record this again. But hopefully, that will not be the case. Anyway, so in this particular um, podcast, I would like to touch on something that was so embarrassing for me after what I call post-recovery. Now, bear in mind, when I started my journey towards recovery, I will, before I started my journey towards recovery, uh, pre-recovery, uh, pre meaning when I started consuming porn, my erection was normal. Everything was performing normal. Um, the only thing I needed to do then was to put on the, watch the video or open up a Playboy magazine, I will have an erection. There wasn't a struggle with my erection. Everything was perfect. Um, I could have erection. I could, have, I could masturbate two to three to four times a day. There wasn't an issue at all. Again, first eight years, nine years was perfect. I was having the best of time. I didn't see anything wrong in what I was doing anyway. Now, fast forward to probably about 11 years into consuming porn, then I knew something drastic was changing one of the key things i noticed was i began to spend more time 
on the internet, I was spending more time looking for more content while at the same time I was struggling to maintain or actually reach erection. Meaning, I, didn't, I never knew the phenomenon that was taking place was known as desensitization process. Meaning, there are pawns that you, after you watch a particular content over time, your brain becomes numb to this content whereby it needs something no, something new to to give you the, the the dopamine that will give you the eye you're looking for. So in my case, I real I noticed that pattern that I was then spending more time. I mean, sometimes I could lock myself up in the room for a whole day looking for a perfect content to watch. I, I was looking in me. You unbelievable! I'll be searching, searching and searching for this perfect content to watch. Endless search to no avail. And sometime at the time I discovered the content I'm looking for, by the time I come across a content that I believe will give me the stimulation, I'm just I'll, I'll just feel tired and exhausted. So that was my lifestyle. So things then began to get worse during those periods because I was spending more time and I couldn't get erection. And when I get the erection, ejaculation and becomes more difficult so everything was just becoming out of place and i said it before in previous podcast i'm not from excessive masturbation i began to have blisters around my private part around my penis um swollen hearts from constant masturbation now this particular podcast i want to focus on what i call the abdominal um, abnormal erection i was experiencing I started noticing this um, a particular day. I was at the train station, waiting for the train station. I don't want to mention the area. Um, I suddenly just realized I was having an erection. Okay, I was thinking, okay, it was just a one-off. Uh, the erection was so bad, I needed to, because then I, I love dressing smart, like tucking my shirt, looking smart under my chinos. So I needed to pull out my shirt to cover my erection. Actually, no, I ran straight to the toilet because it was so bad. It was so strong erection. I'm thinking, okay, but I wasn't thinking about sex. I was trying to understand what could be going on. I wasn't thinking about sex. I wasn't fantasizing about any girl on the platform on this particular summer afternoon. So I wasn't sure why I was having the erection. So I ran to the bathroom, stayed in the bathroom for a while, just for my erection to calm off, to calm down. And that day was the beginning of something that I, I wish, not even my enemy would want to bear the pain I experienced. Because I then began to have this constant erection in public. I can guarantee you, because then I've actually stopped watching porn. I wasn't interested in fantasizing about a woman, nothing. It wasn't like before whereby I walk around town, summertime, collating, collecting data of different pictures of women I would usually masturbate to during the nighttime or mostly, yeah, during, mostly in the nighttime when I'm about to go to bed. That was my behavior. That was my way of life. Now, what I noticed now was that 
beginning from that summer, I began to notice that abnormal, ab- the abnormal, abnormal behavior where I would just suddenly have an erection in public. Things could be so bad sometimes I have to use my, I don't know, I just want you to imagine I have to use my two hands to literally cover my, uh, cover the, my, 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 my penis area just to show that I'm not, there's no accord of my, my erection shutting up. It was so bad. And I was feeling terrible about it. And I would go home then. I remember days I would go home and I would just be crying in my in my study. Because I'm thinking, what is going on with me? Why am I just having this erection? And as a new Christian, I'll be praying about it. I say, God, please help me out here. What's going on? And sometimes the erections could be so painful, painful. I just could not put my hand on as to what was going on. I would pray and say, Lord, please help me. This is painful. I can't even go out and trust myself that I will not have erection. That means I wasn't even in control of my erection. I later discovered that what was going on was just unbelievable. It seems without my authorization, the body has, you know, the body, I believe it's proven, but I can't, I have not come across any research. So please, I'm, I'm not saying that I've discovered this in the research, but what I've noticed, what I noticed was that it seems my body could just sense that it is summertime and I don't know how, I don't know how, but the body could just start reacting. Because I, There was a time I said to myself, I, there was a time I intentionally plugged, uh, then I used to listen to Bible verses by God's word. I'll plug it in my ears throughout the day um because then i used to struggle a lot a lot with intrusive thought so even with that in my ears plugged i would still have this erection so i knew that i i knew for a fact i wasn't thinking about sex that's what i knew that wow so all these years i've been watching porn not only was I training my brain, I was also training my body to behave in a certain way. This was a shock for me. I remember an incident that was so bad. I was dating a girl then at, um, at my local church. And I don't know why she was looking at my penis, but she said, well, why are you having an erection? And it was so bad. I was in the office with many people and alone with her anyway. And I couldn't give her an answer. And she said to me that, oh, I've been noticing this. But I'm thinking, wow. Even though if, if I'm attracted to someone, why am I having an erection? Think about it now. I can come across a girl and I say she's beautiful, but that doesn't mean I have an erection. But then I realized that I was not in control of my body. It seems my body was just was just on its own um on its own um direction doing everything it likes without my authorization i felt so embarrassed now you might be asking me like how did i then overcome this um, abnormal uh, abnormal erection for me i think and it took me a span of it took me about three three to four years to start noticing a change that's just the truth because 
every summer, it seems as if when it's summertime, that's when I usually struggle a lot with it. Summertime, not not even in winter. Summertime, it just seems to say my body was able to register summertime as the period where I usually go around collating different data of image I would masturbate to at nighttime. So, I believe those period of because then I don't know how people does it, but I I was very clear. I would go to God in prayer and say, Lord, heal my erection. I was very direct. I said to people, guys, when you're having issues with your erection, what's the big deal in talking to God about your erection? In the first place, it created your penis. What is the big deal in talking to God about your issue with your erection? What's the big deal? The private party created it. I tell people, if you can talk to God about sex, you must be the worst. You must be the most religious human being ever. So I said, God, I need you to fix my erection. This is getting bad. This is so bad. I didn't. I did not think any of it. I don't think maybe. I, I think there was a time I just woke up. I was outside. And I noticed I wasn't having an erection. I was like, hmm, what's going on? Hmm, what, could it, what could be going on? And that day was when I knew that, wow. I believe God has healed me. I believe my brain has kind of rewired itself. My body, my body has been detoxed to the point that I can actually take control of my body. I can take charge as to how the body should behave. And this kind of made me realize how, how we become enslaved to our body, whereby our body now becomes the chief driver our body in collaboration with our brain and mind plus the memory just work against us rather than, rather than working for us. What, what do I mean work against us? Especially in the recovery process whereby I say to people, in the recovery process, when you're having a, wet, a lot of wet dreams, even without you going to bed, exposing yourself to sexual content, your body is your body is reacting to all those activities and is playing back all those images you usually feed your mind. So in my own story, this for me was one of the greatest testimonies I've ever had because I never knew I could actually I would be able to control my erection in public. That was how bad it was. But I now understood the phenomenon that was taking place, that my body was going through its own detoxication. The body was getting rid of all the memory. Those process where the body was reacting was a process whereby the body was used to a certain kind of movement. The body was used to certain kind of things I usually do. And without even me asking or giving the body any set of direction, the body was just, re was just having an erection by its own, on its own accord. So, if you're going through this challenge, I wanted to tell you something here that there's hope. So, don't lose hope. Please, don't lose hope. There's always a way out, no matter how bad it is. Um, the post-recovery process can be difficult. It might seem as if the results will never come. The results will definitely come around. So, I don't want you to lose hope. If, you can, if I can experience healing, you also will experience your own healing. So, like I said, 
Remember, your body is going through a detoxication process. Your body is rewiring itself. You're now becoming more aware. You are now taking control and ownership of your body. Now, I would advise that you spend time in prayer also, just asking God to help you, to strengthen you as you navigate this sensitive um, recovery process of your life. Now, if you're looking to embark on your own recovery, you're looking to make a decision for a change, I would advise you to please go on elishacolady.com slash resources. There are fantastic resources. Uh, on this particular one, I would like you to start with a course, a mini course, the free mini course called Start With A Why. Fantastic course that have transformed the life of thousands of men. All, all that is required from you is for you to put in your email box and the link will be emailed to your inbox. Thank you for listening and see you in your episode. Bye for now.